Welcome. You are listening to the Soggy of Anne Furthermore. I'm your schleppercorn, that's right. Go on and dream it. I'm exotic. You know me. I dare you. Extreme it. I'm a unicorn people with bright leopard spots and a dorsal white shark fin with pink polka dots. I am so super game. I've been there, done it all. I got mad skills and yes skills. I am 13 feet tall. Google me, daddy. In rife, rarely seen. I was born in a Photoshop, live on your screen. People will query, what do schleppercorns eat? They follow my hashtags on schleppercorn tweet. Some days I still question if I'm even real. Till I'm hungry for more than a mythical meal. Then I sneak late at night out to Farmer McGregor's, skip the parties and champagne, the richer man's keggers, and there in the garden's a pile of hay. Alone there I savor like a sommelier. I have learned that each hay is unique in its way when allowed time to breathe like a nice Chardonnay. Playful, robust, a full symphony, complex and oaky with a hint of cat pee. Then I came to one hay, which I mashed with my teeth, both al dente and chewy, like a warm Christmas wreath. But I spat it back out in a reflexive spasm, overcome by the high notes of honest sarcasm. It was bitter, bullshitty, incredibly sweet, and I wondered at hay so completely complete. I said, what the hell? And to my great surprise, I see even unis have flies by their eyes. I said, whoa, just a minute. I'm more than an uni. Yeah, right, just forget it. I'm lesser than puny. Hello, am I hearing things? Where is the source? You hear me, you asshole, because you're a horse. A horse? That is horse shit. I'm a gold schleppercorn. Hello, see the shark fin, the spots on the horn? I'm hay, and you know that I know who you are. Hay is for horses. You hate caviar. But I'm famous and mythical. What about that? The hay said, so what? Online, so is my cat. Oh, God, I'm a horse. How banal and pedestrian. But a good horse, buck up, and the word is equestrian. And that's how it went. I was taken to school by a small piece of hay, which I think's pretty cool. More relaxed, less afraid. I still look super gay. But hey, thanks to my friend, I have learned to say nay. Dr. Greybeard and I went for a walk today. I told him I'd been nervous talking to him about the baby seal thing because, you know, he's a dog. Greybeard was cool. He said, don't worry. First of all, that baby seal eating thing is a younger dog's game. All that blubber is hell on my arteries. Secondly, I'm pretty domesticated. I'd be hard-pressed to choose between a baby seal and a milk bone dipped in peanut butter. I said, how about a baby seal dipped in peanut butter? And Greybeard said, you had to go there? I laughed. Sorry, that wasn't fair. Hell, I'd eat a baby seal if it were dipped in peanut butter. Greybeard said, really? Are we doing this? I said, would you eat my children if they were covered in Nutella? Greybeard said, would you? I said, no, that's not fair. Most days, it's a decision to eat Nutella instead of my children. Greybeard said, leave it. 
I said, I'm not proud of that. Greenberg said, leave it. Greybeard asked how I felt about my sessions with Binana. I said, fine. I'm still waiting for a new diagnosis, but we're building trust, and I'm trying to be forthcoming about my weirdness. I told Dr. Greybeard that I worry a lot about my self-reference. The more strung out I get, the less I am able to gauge the appropriateness of my behavior. Dr. Binana is having me work with a tuner, which is a metaphor for my bigger issues, and I think, metaphorically, it is helping me. I just wish there were some concrete way to measure my waterline, my state of mind, or so I can take measures, you know, and compensate. Greybeard said, compensate? Like how? I shrugged, I don't know, tie myself to the boat mast, gag myself, remove all sharp objects from the room. Greybeard laughed, and avoid baby seals covered in peanut butter. I was like, yeah, you get, oh, you get the idea. Greybeard said, say, do you remember the 70s? I looked at him inquisitively. Um, do you? He said, dog years, dude, I'm like 80 years old. I was like, what are you talking about? You're 13. The world has circled the sun 13 times since you were born. With no disrespect to the elderly, you do not remember the 70s. Greybeard said, you humans are so linear. You think I got this wise in 13 years? We're like time travelers. Dogs age one year forward so we can keep up with y'all, and then we grow six years back for each human year. That way we can learn more about our humans, their influences, and be more effective guides for our masters. I said, you're shitting me. Greybeard said, no, for reals. How else would I know about moon rings and wide lapels? I stared at him. You are so full of shit. Greybeard laughed. You would know. <laughs> nah, I'm playing with you. I googled stupid fads in the 1970s, but I got you. I saw you thinking about it. Uh... Greybeard was sniffing around for a pooping spot and doing that pre-poop circle thing. I said, oh yeah, I was thinking about it all right, just like you're thinking right now. I started walking away while he was pooping. He barked, hey, come back, pick it up. You can't leave that there. Where's your plastic bag? I kept walking. I yelled back over my shoulder, you already gave me shit today. Spread the love around. I gave him a milk bone when we got home, even though you don't deserve it. Greybeard said, okay, okay, seriously now. I think the mood ring fad could work for you. I said, you think I need a mood ring? Those were bullshit. I'm happy when it's hot and sad when it's cold. I don't think so. Greybeard said, what? Is that how they work? Temperature? I said, no, duh. You would know that if you had actually lived through the 70s, please. Greybeard said, I so got you. But the idea of the mood ring is solid, even just tracking your temperature for reference. I said, you think I need a thermometer? He said, yes, but you'd need something stronger than the over-the-counter baby's got a fever, we should take him to the doctor one. You are too far gone. You need some, like, Fukushima melting down radioactive rods in the cooling towers thermometer. I said, gee, thanks, but no thanks. Then Greybeard got serious. Wait. Remember that egg-looking timer you use for hard-boiling eggs? I said, oh yeah. You put it in the boiling water with the eggs and it changes color when the eggs are done? The kid's trauma therapist gave that to me. Greybeard said, no way. Really? The trauma therapist gave it to you? That's not for eggs, Anne. I said, the hell it isn't. Greybeard said, when a trauma therapist gives you a tool like that, it's for a reason. It's like a date offering you a breath mint. It's not because you like wintergreen. You're supposed to be using that egg thing to keep track of yourself. I said, you're serious? He said, yes, it will help. Big time. Trust me. Just try it. I said, how do I even do that? Greybeard said, put it in your mouth. I shook my head. You're crazy. It's too big. If I put that thing in my mouth, I wouldn't be able to talk. Damn dog. The Furthermore Soggy is created, written, and performed by Anne Ellsworth and edited and produced by me, Sophia Coleman. 
Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next week. Ah, 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 ah.